Chiefs need some Mahomes magic. Launches down the middle. Hill open. Caught. And they get it. Kansas City, the big play. What a game that was. Kansas City over the Niners. Uh, just like some of us called. Uh, welcome in everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Newberger. With me as always, we got Robbie Larson and Adam Sidek. Guys, how we doing? Doing good. It feels like uh, well over a month since the Super Bowl. Man, but yeah, but it's right only a month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. It's been a while. Been, uh, been a while, but we're back. I uh, want to take you guys through the season awards uh that we have uh built out for you today so we'll get into that we'll cover some news and notes as well but first uh robbie uh you've got a bone to pick with the review we got oh that that's a fun review um do, do you have it up right now would you do you want me to try to find it to read uh we got uh we can, we, I'm, you know, no, what, I'm no, sure we can paraphrase. We can paraphrase. It'll take two seconds. It's it's an awesome review. You know, <laughs> thank you for t- shout out to Shake That Nasty Butt for the three star review we got. Um, says Buddy told me to to listen to this pod and I fast forwarded about halfway and a guy said Gallus Doddart and I stopped it. Maybe he has dyslexia, so I'll listen to the new newest one and go from there. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think our three star review is going to change because there might be slip ups like that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I can't That's promise that we're shit. not going to have a slip of the tongue here. Oh, uh, no guarantees. Uh, you know, he'll try us again though. So if he wants to amend that review, he'll have a chance. Maybe you'll appreciate the uh, shout out he just got. Odds are probably not though. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I guess first off, we can do a quick recap of the Super Bowl before we get into some news and notes, but um, obviously Chiefs completed the big comeback. Um, San Francisco jumped up 20-10 to 10 on them uh, into the third quarter, and uh, really, as soon as the fourth quarter switched over, um, you know, Mahomes, who had struggled you know, for most of the game, really just uh, turned it around and, and was able to leave him down for three touchdowns in the fourth to... Uh, you know, find that way to a 31-20 victory. The alternate line that I had of minus eight and a half hit. Nailed it. So, oh, yeah. good things. But, yeah, guys, uh, anything to add on the game itself? Um, Not really. I mean, that was an exciting game. Did I, I believe uh, Shanahan didn't score a single point in fourth quarter again. And I think it's, well, what was it? It was like 46 in, 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 to nothing in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, not in his favor. Yeah. That's not good. Uh, some not people good. Just can't finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Robbie, yikes. the big thing or takeaway from that game, um, gotta gotta give a shout out to your kick return model. Hey, yeah. It worked out pretty well. The over five and a half. Yeah, over five and a half. Uh, it hit seven, never in doubt. You yeah. know, and even a little Shout out to that uh, opening kickoff, uh, not a touchback. That, yeah. that helped two ways. So you know, those were uh, those turned out pretty well. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, hey, we had more special teams stuff oh, yeah. going on here. Yeah, you know, yes, we're we we're did. just a special group. <laughs> yeah, Adam Mitch Wisniewski, shortest punt over thirty six and a half yards minus one twenty. Oh, lock man. They, they, that one was easy. They're not. They're not putting inside the forty to the Chiefs. No. That's just no. that's a wasting. 
wasting a possession. Congrats no, I, on the hole there, man. I think the best pick for the props was the uh, Patrick Mahomes rushing touchdown. Oh, 15, absolutely. 15 to that was one. a good call. And that felt good. That felt, that one felt good. Yeah. You could just tell, like, in that situation, too, when Mahomes was rolling out, it's like, oh, he's going to, he's doing this oh, for himself. He's going to make this happen. You were running you know? a ton of the option. Oh, absolutely. Like, way more than what I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Uh, all right, guys. Well, with that, um, nice to know we all made a little bit of money. But uh, why don't we kind of get everybody up to speed here on some news and notes that we have. All right, guys, news and notes for us. Uh, we're going to want to start with the quarterbacks here. Uh, first off, Philip Rivers will not be returning to the San Diego Chargers. Uh, I say San Diego because <laughs> when I think of Wait. him, that's going to be the true legacy of him as a San Diego Charger. But uh, won't be returning to the Chargers, and um, you know we'll see where he lands here. But, uh, yeah, guys, first uh, thoughts on that. <sighs> Uh, you know, I, I think we may have, did we talk about it this a little bit last time, but, uh, at least for me, like Phil Rivers, I don't think he's got the same thing on it uh, that he used to. I think he would be a good mentor for one of these young QBs, but he's not going to have that price tag that a team's going to want for a backup. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, Phil Rivers, what a run in, in San Diego slash LA, uh, it's complete warrior. Um, ne- never missed a game. It's just, uh. I hope he doesn't play. I, I sort of want him to, you know, only stay with one team. I don't think he's going to be good if he goes to another team. Yeah, um, yeah. Like you said, I, he'd definitely be a good mentor, but uh, I don't know if you want Philip Rivers on the field in 2000, going into <laughs> going into the new decade. So, yeah. uh, you know, I hang him up, Phil. You know, the, it's a Hall of Fame career. People are going to ask the question about Hall of Fame or not, and uh, I mean, I'd certainly say so. Um, I mean, that guy uh, really was playing on a team devoid of a lot of talent uh, for a lot of his career, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, it wasn't until the end that really the defensive side caught up with them. But um, and They yeah. had a lot of good teams that had ridiculous ends to the season, just yeah, you know, missed kicks, just terrible special teams, You know, good teams, 14-1 teams. So, no, not not too good of luck in the playoffs for Phil. Yeah, so tough luck of the draw. But, uh, yeah, you know, we'll see. Maybe he latches on somewhere and he, and he gives it one more shot. Uh, other news, uh, one quarterback will be returning. It's Drew Brees to the Saints, uh, so that's big news in terms of free agency implications. That takes one big potential quarterback off the market there. Uh, guys, I, I think this is a great move for the uh, Saints, and I still think the best version of this team is with him uh, behind center for him, uh, but anxious to uh, get your guys' uh, input on this as well. Oh, huge for Teddy Bridgewater here. I Honestly, I think he might be the uh, big ticket item for, out of the QBs here. I mean, yeah, you you'll have like Tom Brady and Philip Rivers, but they're kind of at the end of their run. I I think teams are going to actually really want to go after Teddy, so I I think this is huge for him in that fact. Yeah, I mean, huge for huge for him, huge for the Saints going into the uh, new season. And then it was interesting because when you you didn't really know, you heard a lot of talk about Saints being really enamored with uh, Taysom Hill, and you know that they would probably go down that direction as him as the lead quarterback if, if uh, Drew Brees called, called it quits. So uh, you know, going forward, that's probably 
interesting to see how much they use him next year. Yep. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. You you think he's gonna they're gonna use him less because he was doing a lot of just everything from special teams to like even being in at, at QBM random plays to do some like option plays or you think they're gonna cut that back a little bit if uh, that ends up happening? I mean, special I mean, teams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably should, but <laughs> definitely should. On he's a guy, he blocks punts, though. I mean, <laughs> God, like a, he, he does everything. He's, he's I would. He's a good player for yeah, on special teams. He'd be a great guy to coach. <laughs> Play him any any time. <laughs> All right. Um, next we have here. Um, so AJ Green got the franchise tag. So um, I was kind of surprised by this. Actually, I wasn't sure the Bengals were going to go that route because it is expensive for him and. Uh, you know, the injury concerns there, uh, and he's getting older, so we'll see. But just kind of extends uh, ex- kind of extends their window here for him and, uh, you know, being able to resign him. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I certainly didn't expect it. Not at all. All right. Uh, finally, guys, uh, CBA negotiations are ongoing, but one of the interesting leaks that came out here was on the table was a 17-game regular season discussion and a seven-team per-conference playoff format. So that would mean that uh, there would only be one team getting a bye uh, in the first round, and then the other three teams would face off. It would be nice in the fact that uh, you'd be able to fill each time window uh, on both Saturday and Sunday for Wild Card Weekend. But uh, in terms of player safety, you know, and and we know that's always a big topic here, but it's just one more game uh, on top of the, you know, additional one game Um you know, that's being added onto the regular season for everybody. So, uh, but what are your guys' thoughts? Love, love the, uh, 17 game schedule. I mean, regular season's pretty short. It goes by, you know, four months, adding another game on it makes them a little bit more money. Uh, but I don't know. I'm interested to see how you guys feel about the playoffs thing. I, I, I like it as it is. I don't think you need to, you know, tinker with it too much. I, I would agree with you on both of those. And, you know, like the, NBA and NHL, um, how they have like teams that are like five hundred or below with uh, eight teams from each conference. Um, I mean that ends up working because they play series. So yeah, but I I don't know if I like that for the NFL. I I mean you could have a fluky game and you have a team that was clearly better just you know just out and um man I I, I just don't like it like uh the seventh team just. It just feels weird too. It do, it doesn't feel nice, and um, the first round by I I think having two teams in each conference is a huge thing that uh, teams fight for, and I I mean only one first round by that that doesn't seem right. Yeah, I think you're you're kind of diluting the playoff talent pool at this point. Um, if you think about that the wild card chase for those uh, last couple spots, it's always teams right around nine and seven. Uh, that are there, but I fear that if you open up that extra wild card spot, um, like I think you were pointing out, Robbie, you know, you're just going to take uh, away some of that suspense from the end of the season because um, it's just, you know, it's another team being able to get a spot. So um, I don't know. I, I'm i not necessarily in for it uh, either, but it is interesting to kind of get a insight into the sort of things they're discussing. So more to come there. All right, guys, before we get on to our uh, season awards, we just want to break down the 
season schedule for you guys uh, real quick here uh, while we're going through the off season. So obviously we're going to take you guys through the season awards, but then we're going to give you guys a preliminary uh, free agency uh, episode uh, right before free agency. We'll jump on and we'll talk about uh, kind of, you know, what teams are positioned well to maneuver and uh, guys that, you know, should be targeted for each team. Then we'll give you a free agency kind of wrap up episode um, kind of after that first week and recap uh, a lot of the big signings. Outside of that, though, uh, you know, we start to get into draft season and, uh, you know, as we get into end of April, we'll uh, have a couple draft episodes uh, for you guys, uh, as well as a recap episode, just to get you guys, uh, you know, prepared and up to, up to speed on all things NFL here. And then after that, you know, we start getting into our division discussions, uh, where we're breaking down each team over the summer and uh, predicting how they're going to finish out. So, uh, you know, NFL is the great thing about it is it's never, never really goes away. Um, you know, there's just a couple of little breaks here and there, but it's always in the spotlight. So, uh, you know, we'll keep you guys uh, up to speed for sure. But uh, with that, let's get into the awards. All right, uh, guys. So uh, first one we have up here, Fantasy Player of the Year. Uh, Robbie, you nominated Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Want to speak to him a little bit? Yeah, he just had a an amazing year, and um, he he was the type of guy who, in every single day, every single game, you could just count on him, and he he would never ever give you a dud. Uh, he he was just had an unbelievable year. Uh, a guy who was rushing the ball well on games they were winning, and when they're behind, he'd just catch up like twelve balls out of the backfield, mm-hmm. and he was just so reliable fantasy wise that. Uh, he he was just a, an amazing pick in the first round. If it, he managed to drop to you in the fourth, uh, I mean, I I know at least me in my personal view, like um, he was he wasn't in my top three, but he he should have been. You know, he's he's a guy moving forward that he, he definitely should be. He probably will be the number one next year, and probably should be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's hard to imagine. I'll... A lot of fantasy teams with Christian McCaffrey on it that didn't really make the playoffs. He was he was dominant, consistent. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Um, you know, just game in and game out. Uh, I think consistency is probably one of the most important things to have in a uh, first round pick, and he didn't let you down uh, by any means. And you know, relevant in standard leagues and PPR. So uh, yeah, great year for him. Adam, who are you nominating? Well, I just said there's not a lot of. You know, teams, fantasy teams that didn't make the playoff with Christian McCaffrey. Well, I'd imagine that's the same case for Lamar Jackson. Uh, you know, I, I was one of those teams that didn't make the playoffs <laughs> with Lamar Jackson, but uh, no, he was he was electric. You know, took the league by storm this year. Um, exciting, uh, you know, just a human highlight reel out there. Um, it's just great to great to see him come to, come into his own. You know, answer a lot of those questions that people had after, you know, how that season ended last year in the playoff game he came out um you know just on fire and kept it throughout the year and you know it'll be exciting to see how they that offense evolves going forward yeah again another tough playoff game but um i don't i don't leave this season with question marks about him going forward mm-hmm. i think he's one of the more prolific uh players in the league and i think the ravens are lucky to have him and when he was a guy you got as a value in the draft, somewhere in the ten plus round, kind of, kind of the same way you would have gotten Mahomes last, the year before. Um, he's he's a guy who just got so many 
yards on the ground. And yeah, the big question mark uh, before the season was his arm, and he definitely showed it right away. Uh, he 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 was amazing this year. Yeah, don't draft quarterbacks too early. No, <laughs> never, never. All right, uh, guys. I went with Michael Thomas this year. Um, guy was just an absolute uh, picture of consistency out there. Um, just uh, you know, he had 149 catches, broke the record. Um, just unbelievable. Over 1,700 yards, uh, nine touchdowns on the season. Uh, was just was just great. Um, and you know, I think. You know, same thing that you guys talked about. Uh, this is a guy that was on a lot of uh, league-winning rosters. Uh, just because week in and week out, you knew what you were getting, and it was, you know, plus performance. Especially if you're in a PPR league. I mean, he was getting uh, d- double-digit catches. Um, you know, pretty much every game. Uh, you can count on him for that. So, uh, big season for him for sure. Absolutely, he was just where last year he was kind of. A little bit inconsistent at a time. He'd have those big games. Well, this year he was just basically the only guy in the field, it seemed like. He was the number one look, not only for Drew Brees, but for the time when Teddy was in. Uh, he was just the guy, and uh, he he didn't make a, a lot of mistakes at all. He, he had ran some crisp routes, getting open. He had sure hands. And, yeah, he, he, he just... Uh, absolutely dominated this year uh he might he might have a chance to break that record again if uh we increased uh 17 games regular season yeah um actually a lot of records might be broken yeah. if that happens um but yeah he he was just mt just been really good oh yeah just as consistent as it comes dominant dominant season for michael thomas definitely you know going into the year weren't sure if he was a top five wide out he He's top two, I think. He threw his head in for the best best in the league. So, yeah, great year for Michael Thomas. You know, I will say, I like how both you guys uh, selected uh, some of my keepers here. <laughs> yeah, that, that gives, gives me some, some confidence. Praise. Oh, yeah. It's giving me some praise. Well, well, Robbie, on that note, thank you for uh, trading him to me in our other league. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, was a, <laughs> that was an early <laughs> panic sell. <laughs> Teddy Bridge. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Well, Michael Thomas, yeah, just last little nugget to touch on. Um, you know, a lot of people thought his catch rate last year was unsustainable. Well, uh, came out and did it again, 80.5% catch rate. Yeah. Uh, 149 catches on 185 targets. Just just insane. Okay. All right, guys. Um, next award. Oh, who, are we, who are we going to pick for this? Oh, Jersey. yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, let's see. My my vote honestly is going to be Lamar Jackson just because the value you got him at and just how dominant he was on a weekly basis. Yeah, it was like Thirty a week, man. It was it, it was un, unreal. Yeah, I, I think I got to vote Lamar as well. Just uh, monster season out of the quarterback position and the value you got him at too. Absolute MVP. And it settled. Okay, um, next award, guys, Fantasy Bust of the Year. Uh, Robbie, who did you nominate? Uh, I nominated David Johnson. He was a guy who was creeping up the boards a little bit. He was already um, back of the first, maybe early second, but he ended up creeping up a little bit more with the uh, Cliff Kingsbury hype uh, and that uh, the type of style and with Kyler Murray that the run game would really open up and... It did. 
just not for the type of runner David Johnson is. Uh, it ended up working more for like the Chase Edmonds type and the Kenyon Drake late in the season. Oh, Kenyon Drake, man, he had a uh, once he came in after that trade. What man, he he just was amazing. But now, what happens with David Johnson? Uh, they they've got a pretty hefty contract on him, and I mean they they've they, got to use him, right? Yeah, yeah, they think they said he's coming back too, which is I mean Chase really Edmonds shocking. is going to still be there, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, they got a lot of cooks in the kitchen there. Yeah, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, a lot of Chef Cliff cooking it up. <laughs> these running backs. Is Kenyon Drake going to be a free agent this year? I'm yeah, pretty no, sure, he, right? He's 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 a pending free agent. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, Adam, who did you have for this one? Lev Bell. You know, uh, a lot of hype with this rap album going into the year. <laughs> um, probably should have been working on the. The drills, because he, he he did not look as explosive as he was in, in Pittsburgh. Did a lot of the same things. Um, you know, I think he, you know, if if he gets into shape, better shape this year, I think he can be the same back he was in, in Pittsburgh. But, uh, yeah, definitely bust of a year. And, you know, it was, it was hard for anybody to win with him as your RB1. Yep. Yeah, he was... Uh... He, he kind of he was getting better near the end of the year. Uh, not great by any means, but uh, you got to also remember that Chet's team was just a disaster after a couple weeks through. They had a bunch of injuries, and then they just the the rails went off. Yeah, and that uh, affected everybody. I think I think he will do have a little bit of bounce back yeah. this coming year, but yeah, yeah definitely disappointing. Yep, uh, guys, for me, uh, I, I got to eat crow here because I was all over this guy in the preseason, and, uh, yeah, it couldn't have been further from the truth. I'm going Odell Beckham. Uh, <sighs> just never got on the same page with Baker all year. Um, you know, there was just drama throughout. He was blaming the training staff, uh, you know, just, just bickering with coaches. Just, uh, just another tough year for Odell. I mean, it was pretty clear by the end that the guy you could trust more on that team was uh, – it's definitely Landry of the two. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's next for Odell because, uh, you know, this should have been his breakout year. Maybe the Browns offense uh, as a whole can uh, break out under new leadership next year. But They got out of the kitchen, so maybe they will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe get a little bit more creative right. on the Too much heat in the kitchen. Ball. But, uh, guys, who do we like for this one? I like David Johnson because like he was dead after week six. Like you know, you was it? Yeah, you, like you really you, like. I think with Le'Veon and Odell, like they were still like flex plays. Like David Johnson was just like you couldn't. And plus, you couldn't, he, he I don't like, think he could have dropped them too, like for at least a couple weeks because you're. You oh know, yeah, because uh, if you had the ESPN locked uh, undroppable list, yeah, he right. was on there for a little bit. Yeah, it sucked. David Johnson winning Fantasy Bust of the Year award. Wow. Okay. All right. Next up, we got uh, Call of the Year, guys. So this is the Southlot Football Guys Take of the Year, essentially. Um, Robbie, why don't you lead us off here? Oh, man. One of the, the best parts on our first uh, Power Hour podcast uh, be- before the season, uh, it just turned out we... We admittedly ran out of things to say. We had some time to kill, and uh, we ended up um, going through who we think the division winners would be. And then it became heated about the Ravens. <laughs> Zydek was just all about how fun they will be. Evan's like, no, there's not a chance. Uh, 
Lamar can't throw, but man, Ravens, they were fun to watch. Sidek, that was a hell of a call. Like I I was on the fence about the Ravens. I think they thought they'd be average, but I was not expecting that. That was a great call. Yeah, you were on that early, man. Yeah. A lot of things had to come in come into play for that to happen, but Harbaugh, you, you know, I, you made it happen. Yeah. You built that team around Lamar's strengths instead of, you know, trying to turn him into something he isn't. And, <laughs> You know, it it really paid off for them. Yeah, yeah. All right, Adam. What what's your nomination? <laughs> the famous quote by Evan early in the summer. Uh, you know, Nick Foles don't come off the field. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Gardner Minshew. You brought him up before. Uh, you know, when we were talking post draft, and God, he was uh, laughing at me. He <laughs> he took the league by storm. You know, it, it was uh, it was unbelievable to watch. Uh, his like pocket presence was incredible. Um, he looked like a veteran out there, gamer. It's fun to watch. Uh, yeah, I, I love that call. Yeah. Oh god, somebody you want to root for. <laughs> and uh, Evan, Evan was all over that one early. Oh, got the jersey, man. That's a that's a prize possession. Yeah. All right, uh, mine guys. Uh, Robbie just calling the demise of Devontae Ooh. Freeman uh, very early on in the year, uh, and you did it with some. Dated statistics, which Very made dated. all the more impressive. Bringing out Michael Turner's stats. <laughs> I don't know, just uh, too too much Sark, I guess. I don't know, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. That that was a good take. I was all over Devonte Freeman. I was uh, screaming from the rooftops, and yeah, you were just like, absolutely not. Guy's done. He's washed up, and yeah, he couldn't have been more right. So, props to you, my man. Dirk Cutter just likes to throw. Yeah. Oh, I should have uh, seen uh, O.J. Howard uh, <laughs> having a little bit of a demise uh, <laughs> this past season just because of that. Oops. Oops, yeah. Oops. All right. Uh, what do we think here, guys? I'm liking the Ravens call. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I... I, I I'd, I'd probably say the Ravens just because that, that was like... That was a brilliant take. You couldn't have been more right. That was everything you said it would be. So we're going Ravens. I I heard nobody hyping that up preseason. Nobody was hyping the Ravens. Nobody Nobody. was on that like you were. Dialed in in Baltimore. What can I say? (laughs) The Wire. The Wire. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. uh, Time for the worst take of the year. Uh, Robbie, what's your initial candidate here? Uh, Worst take of the year. (laughs) Yeah, had to throw something. In. I felt we needed. Uh, yeah, I think it was all of us just being on the Bengals or the Bungles. Uh, they didn't. They didn't do a whole lot. They were. Uh, they were pretty stinky. Yeah. yeah I mean, true. they might do better next year when they get their first round uh, lineman back. You know, and uh, maybe we'll fall into that trap again this oh, next year. Man. Yeah, you can play the the hype train. Uh, soundbite because I was right. I was driving that one. I was driving the Bengals ice cream going into 2019. Yeah, that thing crashed, derailed, toppled, <laughs> took out a couple houses, and uh, lost some money betting on that. Game, <laughs> <for sure. laughs> well, they threw out that like teaser game against Seattle Week One where like they played with them for Dalton, four, like, oh, 400 yeah. yards. Yeah, it was like, like oh, defense okay. looked decent. Yeah, they are good. Nah. I don't know the pieces. They have. I'll be on this train again coming up I, I and, and so. you know what I it's still might derail alright Adam what is your nomination um this, this one I mean 
Robbie wasn't buying it. You know, he was he was all over the 49ers preseason. Ooh, uh, I, I I didn't like the Niners that much. I, I kind of, it was more like was early the in reason. the season. I was like, wait, are they actually good? Yeah, I mean, I I was I was all over the bash bashing the 49ers. You know, I was in on John Lynch. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was I Shanahan. Was everybody, I all their whole there. running back core. Yeah, and uh, they had an unbelievable year. Um, incredible defense. Uh, Jimmy G did enough to get his team into the Super Bowl and have a lead. Uh, phenomenal year, and uh, we couldn't have been more more wrong on them going going into the year. And we kept on bashing them during the year, too, to make yep. it even worse. <laughs> it took till like, week, what, like, 12? Oh, yeah. <laughs> before I, did, I didn't consider them a contender until week, like, 12. Uh, <laughs> so oops. Terrible. Oh, God. Uh, guys, I got I to gotta call us out for being homers. Uh, we were we were hyping the Bears early on in the season, calling them Super Bowl contenders. Uh, you know, definitely uh, locks to be in that NFC title game. And, yeah, just... Uh, we could have been more wrong. Uh, yeah, just uh, bad news bears for sure this year. But uh, I don't know if they're getting better. So there's that, which is great. Yeah, yeah. It's it just gotta hope they do something right this off season. I don't even know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I want to talk about the bears. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that for as long as possible. This is a safe place. So just know that we were wrong and we're owning up to it. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. What's what's the vote here? Uh, I think it's the bears. Yeah, yeah it's got the bears. bears. <laughs> Check our own privilege. Uh, all right. Uh, next award, guys. Wide awake preseason hyped player of the year. So. Uh, Somebody that was a sleeper early on or uh, hyped up that actually lived up to it. So, uh, Adam, why don't you lead us off this time? Uh, I'm thinking Zedaria Smith. You know, it, there was a lot of hype that, he, you know, he wasn't really – he was underutilized, wasn't really on the field the whole time with the Ravens, um, you know, low low statistical numbers. And he came out and he was a force. Uh, I think he was the best defensive player in the NFC North uh, last year. He was a standout uh Great free agent signing for the Packers, and uh, one as a Bears fan, I'm, I'm not excited to see, to see. But you know, it was a great year, and uh, you know, should be good moving forward. Turn that Preston, Preston Smith, turn that team well. around, and kind of shifted the identity of that Packers team. You know, a little bit. Rodgers is, from my observation, losing a little bit of a step, and uh, you know, is is not the player he was a decade ago by any means, and. Uh, you know, this this defense did a lot for them. Defense in the running game with Aaron Jones. Um, you know, they made a lot of plays for them and, and I think covered up a little bit of um of regression uh by Aaron Rodgers. So Zaria Smith was a big piece of that though, so I think that's a that's a good pick. But Robbie, who did you have? I had uh, Chris Godwin. He was a guy who was just getting hyped up so much in the off season and to which he was something like did he make it all the way up to the fourth in the fantasy drafts? Um, oh, yeah. I know at least the fifth, and I was just thinking, that's way too much. But looking back at it, that was kind of a good value Steel. because he was lights out. He was, you know, he, he was getting open. He was actually catching throws Jameis was making, which is tough to do because, you know, it's Jameis. Um, but, uh, yeah. Defenders he, he, don't seem to have that problem catching Jameis ball. Yeah. <laughs> No, not at all. <laughs> uh, James. What is Jameis? Unreal stat line to end this season. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Thirty the, over thirty the touchdowns, thirty to picks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the most Jameis thing 30 ever. Thirty touchdowns, thirty picks, and 30, 30 steals of crab legs. <laughs> <laughs> He's public still coming after him. Oh, 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 man. Yeah, that's a good pick, Robbie. He was a force to be reckoned with all year for sure. And, uh, you know, that we kind of called it early on that we thought that there was some uh, potential in this Tampa offense. So, um, yeah, they were they were explosive. Just their defense uh, wasn't really on the same page with them, and that was their struggles. But fun team to watch, though, so it'll be interesting to see what they do in the offseason. Uh, for me, guys, I went with a, uh, a rookie here um, who was getting hyped up uh a little bit uh so he was getting taken in like the third and fourth round mostly in fantasy drafts but uh josh jacobs for the oakland raiders um now the las vegas raiders just uh was a big part of why that team was um you know kind of resurgent this year and and beat a lot of expectations even without uh you know antonio brown uh, was because they were able to lean on him um you know this guy famously was like not featured at all on hard knocks um <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so I think there was a reason uh, Gruden was hiding him. But uh, big season for him, so uh, hopefully he can keep it going uh, going forward. Definitely a future star in the making right there. Uh, yeah, he's, sure, he, he could be the workhorse. Uh, he's he's going to be a good player. Yep. Yeah, he's sure. small, but he's stamped off. And, you know, uh, hopefully he can stay healthy because he's going to be a really good player going forward. Yep. Uh, what do we think here, guys? I like Chris Godwin because he was so hyped. Like, yeah, you know, like the stats were not that. Like, there was those guys almost always disappoint. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> like the, those are the guys it that felt like fool's gold. Yeah, you feel like an asshole drafting, but yeah. he, this time it definitely paid off. Yeah. Like, oh, great, great trade early in the season, by the way, Evan for oh, Godwin. Oh yeah, yeah. You can bet. Oh, your, that, uh, was that the one where? Um, I, I think I was in San Diego at the time, and you're trying to trade him, and. Uh, Oh yeah, he was yeah. trying to drop. Um, I think it was Deion Lewis who played on the Thursday played. night game, totally. and then ESPN was just freaking out. It's like I don't know how to process this, and then cancel the trade. Monday came around, and ESPN's like, it didn't happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I had to go in and manually just make force the trade. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, that, that was not happening. <laughs> Robbie was like uh, on speed dial for me that whole week. Oh, what yeah. is happening? Yeah, you texted me like <laughs> I Wednesday. I knew I got him. I was like, this is a good trade for me. But, yeah. I, I just assumed it'd go through like Monday or Tuesday morning. Yeah. And when, that Wednesday, you're like, uh, why don't I have Chris Godwin? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he just been in like it. Yeah, make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I think that's a good take. Because he pretty much needed to be like top 10 in order to live up to the amount of hype he had. Needed yeah. To and he did. Yeah. So uh, big grab. Definitely a keeper. Uh, you guys won't Definitely be seeing him on the market. So shit. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Um, let's see. So next one we got here is uh, the opposite uh, side here. The still sleeping preseason hype player of the year. Um, Robbie, I, I want you to start because this is this is a hell of a uh, nomination. Oh man, this was uh, well after that first preseason game uh, of the Chiefs, you saw Darwin Thompson come near the end of the game, and he was. Honestly, he was looking like maybe a future shady, and there's a lot of talk going that he might take over the job, and he was getting bounced up so high in drafts, and uh, yeah, he he didn't ever show up. uh, I mean, I mean, it didn't help that they signed her. Got shady. uh, What was it? A week before the season started, so that definitely hurt him. But yeah, he just. He's still there. He's sleeping. Yeah, he's I mean, taking he's like, a little nap. Yeah, we've gotten 20 touches on the year. You know, that's, 
it's worth a sixth round pick i think yeah. <laughs> yeah i made i made the terrible mistake of buying into the hype um and yeah he just did not see the field yeah that was a that was a tough one but uh i don't know you know it was uh there's a lot of upside there had that hit so i understand why he did it um for me guys um we're talking about still sleeping player uh well you know he's hibernating now because he's a bear and that's <laughs> that's david montgomery uh guy uh was again uh pretty much talked up all the way up into the third round of the fantasy drafts and uh you know not only was he uh you know a bust for your fantasy team he was just uh didn't do a whole lot for the bears offense in general um despite matt Nagy hyping him up like he was Walter Payton. Um, so, you know, we'll see if that was more of an issue with the O-line or scheme or, or what. But uh, definitely concerned about David Montgomery coming forward and definitely did not live up to the draft hype. That that offensive line's just looked awful all year. I, I, I hope they try to fix some holes in there, especially with Kyle Long leaving. I mean, that they couldn't get a run game going, and you can't really rely on Mitch. Yeah, it was it was a broken system. Uh the Bears rushing attack, but yeah, the way <laughs> the way the Bears brashed uh hyped up David Montgomery going into the oh, year was just totally unwarranted for a guy that's never played a single NFL <laughs> like game. Nagy, like had a tear in his eye. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it was they, they need to calm down help there in Lake Forest though. <laughs> <laughs> he like looked at Jared Payton like had like a long yeah. silence, like hundredth hundredth year thing. Like they were they were they were they acted like they were had the Super Bowl unlocked before the season even two point one yards yeah, per got, carry. <laughs> Outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> this whole this whole season is just outrageous. We we bottled this up, guys, but it's it's coming out. Oh man! Oh god! Okay, uh, and then finally, Adam, who did you nominate? Baker Mayfield. Now, I mean, he had a decent year statistic statistically. He, he was all right, and you probably didn't kill your fantasy team. But this guy was hyped up. You know, I got there were drafts where he was taking two like top three quarterbacks, and uh, and he definitely disappointed anybody that drafted him. And uh, you know. Probably disappointed a lot of Browns fans too that were believing in him after after his rookie year. Um, you know, you know, it's be interesting to see how he bounced back. I know he came out and said he's going to try to lose twenty pounds. Uh, you know, a lot of talent there, a lot of talent around him, but yeah, definitely didn't live up to the hype. Got the, the Browns team in general just being hyped up so much. What what was their over under win total? It was like something like crazy, like ten. It was high. It, it was. And, of course, in classic Browns fashion, they smoked the under. <laughs> that, that team, uh, good thing they got rid of Kitchens, you know. They, yeah. They'll probably be, they'll, they'll, they'll look to have some improvement. Yeah, just the most overhyped team of all time. Um, and, Adam, you were, I give you some credit, too, because you were in on that from the start as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. Baker was just talked up to the max, so. Uh, who do we like here, though? I, I think it's hard to go away from Darwin Thompson. Like, that guy was literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Darwin Thompson. All right, guys. Moment of the year. This one. This one's kind of fun because it doesn't have to be uh, anything that happened in a game, or it can be. Um, but uh, I'm I'm gonna start it off. I was I'm still shook by this, and it's like eight months after the fact now, uh, the Andrew Luck retirement. Just, uh, you know, fantasy drafts had already happened. Like, we were going on week four of the preseason. Like, 
you know, I, I totally get what he did. Week three. Screwed, yeah, like yeah. screwed over his team for sure. Like, I understand it. Um, you know, guy made a career decision and, and prolonged health decision, which, you know, you can't fault. But, yeah. yeah, late late in the game, though, to make that call. So that was that was shocking for sure. And yeah. he ended up falling to you, right? And this was like something like no quarterbacks were taken. It was like. Like 10, I, yeah, I, I got him. I thought I had a great I, value. I was thinking like, wow, that's actually, that's that's a steal. Yeah, we drafted that day. Yeah, yeah that day. <laughs> and then that night, we just see the injured look. Uh, how? How? Bro. Yeah. Well, battle backstory for all, all you people out there. I, after that decision, I went out and got Lamar Jackson. So, yeah. uh, you know, made it right. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's tough to see a guy like that go away. You know, I thought that you'd maybe get him for a whole other decade, but shocking shocking and uh yeah still shook as evan said yeah all right uh adam who you got for this one uh i'm going right to the end here uh andy reed getting the, the gatorade shower um you know talking about spending time with his wife after the game yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yeah it was great to see him you know finally get a super bowl and uh you know he got it's been so close uh Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Uh, finally got it, and, you know, capped off a phenomenal season for the Chiefs. Yep. Yeah, that's just a great moment for him. He, he he's uh, he's had a great career, and he just needed to get that Super Bowl. Yep. And you know, one of the most likable guys in the NFL. Absolutely, too. absolutely, yeah, yeah. To clear out a barbecue joint. <laughs> Everybody was rooting for him for sure. The big tomato. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, finally getting his. So, yeah, I'm a fan of that one too, Robbie. What's yours? Oh, this was a fun one. This was, I, I think we recorded a late one on that Thursday, and we are waiting to go see this game. It was uh, the the Browns uh, versus Steelers uh, Thursday night game. Yep. And near the end of the game, I think we, we game just lost, over, we lost focus, too. And then all of a sudden, we just see, like, flags flying, and then Miles Garrett ripping off a helmet and hitting him. Oh, my God, that was just... I've never seen anything like that. Just ripping off a posing quarterback's helmet. It, you know, swinging at it. Not, it was it was a time where nothing mattered. Oh, yeah, the game it, was over. It, it, yeah, the game it, was over at that point, and he was just taking it off and swinging it, and that was just bizarre. They're, they're still we're still talking about this. Like Miles Garrett and um, yeah. Mason Rudolph oh, yeah, are still. still Mike Tom, they, they're still talking about this. You know, rivalry in the NFL right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, reminiscent of the malice at the palace, you know, just like the shock that you you did not expect it, and then yeah. wow, it's happening right in front of you. But yeah, that's a great one. All right, what do, what do we think for this one, guys? Man, I love the Andrew like Well, I didn't love seeing him retire, but that was that just was a shocking. huge, yeah. huge shocking moment in this year. Absolutely, yeah, I think like that was the biggest story. Yeah, you know. You don't know how the AFC would have played out too this year if Andrew Luck was a Colt because they had a damn good offense. Colts were they were they, they would that would have been his best team I think he's ever had. I think if we he picked played. them to go to like the uh, uh, AFC Championship, yeah, yeah, in our preseason format. So yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I'm in favor of that. Uh, all right, guys, uh, this one should be fun, but game of the year. So uh, Adam, why don't we start with you? Okay, well we're going right to the end. Um, we. <laughs> Late in the year, you know, two teams just battling it out for the first overall pick. <laughs> Dolph, Dolphins, Bengals, uh, just unbelievable game, unbelievable finish. It, 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 a high-scoring game up until the fourth quarter. You know, last 
Now, Bengals scored three touchdowns to get into OT. Needed extra points on all three of them. Got it. Um, just unbelievable. They had the onside kick return, and then just to have the Dolphins win it in OT. Uh, you know, that sealed the, the first overall pick for the Bengals. But crazy, crazy game. Yeah, that, I remember that being the... And I think it, that was uh, during some uh, fantasy playoffs, too. And that was the most fun game to watch yeah. <laughs> during that week. Oh, I, I I would agree with you on that one for sure. Um, but uh, I had uh, San Francisco at New Orleans. Uh, I think it was week fifteen. Uh, this was an unreal game. Uh, the Niners wound up winning forty-eight forty-six. Uh, stole a victory in New Orleans. Uh, you know, just great team though. You could tell that those were two of the premier uh, talents in the game. Uh, just facing off. And, uh, yeah, that game did not disappoint at all. Um, almost a thousand total yards of offense, but still pretty physical. Um, the 49ers were down one with a minute left and, uh, Jimmy G hit Kittle on that fourth down that, uh, he just wound up trucking guys and going like 30 yards and then getting the face mask tacked at the end of it. And that won the game for him right there. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was gotta be my vote. That, that was a really good one. Uh, kind of thought at that point that that could have been a preview of the NFC uh, Conference Championship, yeah. but ooh, sorry, Jeez. Nola. Yeah, yeah, they Her just cousins. struggled on the stretch there. Her cousins just <laughs> coming out <laughs> of nowhere, <laughs> <laughs> bringing the heat. All right, uh, Robbie, what do you have? Man, I'm gonna have to go with another San Francisco game, and that that was just the Super Bowl here. I th- I thought this was just. But this is two equally matched teams. Uh, you saw it in the line, too. It was pretty much a pick almost, essentially. Uh, it was back and forth. Both the teams, you saw a great comeback at the end by the Chiefs, and we had the opening soundbite from that. And, man, that was just probably the most fun Super Bowl I've seen in a while. Yeah, it had early action. It had late action. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Had some halftime action. It was <laughs> incredible. Oh, yeah. um, no, it was a uh, yeah, great Super Bowl. Definitely didn't disappoint. Um, I, I I'd agree. I I that, that's a great pick. I'd agree that it's probably the best game of the year. That Chiefs alternate line had no business hitting <laughs> <laughs> zero business. <laughs> it was like twenty one time like of ten absurd. minutes in the fourth. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Just a wild game, though. Great comeback. If you if you did the live alternate line, like that would have paid out unreal oh, amount. Yeah. If you got it right after that San Francisco uh, uh, touchdown, that would have been that would have been wild. All right, what do we think for the game of the year? I kind of like the Super Bowl. Super Bowl definitely lived I, I up love to it. All the hype. Super Bowl. Okay. Um. Can't see me, player of the year, guys. Uh, this is a good one, boy. Just really the, the performance year long that we weren't expecting. Um, my my submission here is AJ Brown. Just uh, you know, had some injury concerns uh, coming out of the draft, and you know, people weren't sure how involved he was even going to be uh, going into the year. And uh, you know, really just down the stretch was uh, a huge asset. Uh, for the Titans and fantasy teams alike, just putting up big numbers. Um, 
wound up with eight touchdowns on the year. So, uh, you know, it was a big help in that regards. Had over a thousand yards, uh, and most of that production was all second half of the year, uh, after Tannehill got in. So just, uh, awesome, awesome performance. So I definitely didn't see that coming. Yeah. The, he, he just, uh, he was a yards after catch baller th- this past year. Uh, he was making big plays, and once Tannehill came in, he was just the number one target. He added an extra threat to that offense to open up Derrick Henry a little more, which led to the Titans' uh, second half of the season run, and as we know, that playoff run. Um, yeah, he was definitely surprising. Didn't expect that out of a rookie. He reminds me of Julio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just he's just a unbelievable fit for that offense you know a lot of play hard play action you know he's got straight great straight speed and yards after the catch and then he's a hell of a blocker too on top of it yeah so mm-hmm. they found himself so one hell of a wide out there tennessee yep all right adam uh what's your take here uh, i'm going another rookie wide receiver out of ole miss and that's dk metcalf you know like this guy was getting roasted uh in training camp by like you know everybody for he can't run routes you know he looks looks ridiculous out there but you know when you're that big and you're that fast sometimes you just gotta lob it up and make make it make a play and that's what that's what they used them as and you know he was he was a hell 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 of a fine for uh the seahawks and Pete carroll especially when you got russell wilson throwing it to you you know that helps a lot uh he was a good target for him he was pretty consistent throughout the year and then after chris carson went down you saw them just needing to resort to the pass, and he stepped up big time. Um, I mean, on that note, he's a guy who's going into the next season. I think he might be a little overhyped just because of how his late surge, but, you know, we'll, we'll get to that uh, in future episodes, I think. Yeah, um, just a great season for DK Metcalf. He really uh, he took over for Tyler Lockett, it seemed, at the end of the year. It's just the primary target. So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't see that one coming either. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just – Got me thought I, sh- I should have picked instead of Le'Veon uh, Juju Smith Schuster for busting. Oh, I completely forgot. I forgot about that's about how, bad how bad he busted. Yeah, he, that's, like, that's that's the one reminder when you said it might be a little overhyped next year. I'm like, I, you know what? DK's got a little bit of Juju vibes, but uh, Oof. bad know. Juju. <laughs> got some bad Juju right there. <laughs> uh, Juju, Juju's good. He's just uh, yeah, that, he that was a tough year for everybody. When, when you had the Rudolph and uh, the Duck. Uh, that's I mean, not great. I mean, if think about it, if Russell Wilson got hurt, you'd have a terrible same year uh, for DK. Yeah, too, yeah absolutely. Know, so it can happen to anybody. Yep. yep. All right, and Robbie, who'd you have for us here? Uh, for me, it was a guy who well, people are questioning, maybe myself a little bit, if he could handle the workload, knowing that there was a holdout by Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler. He showed up. He was, um, he was able to run the ball well. He was catching all sorts of passes. Um, even when Melvin Gordon got back, his role didn't seem to diminish too much, really. He was a guy who you could pretty much rely on every week to at least get you a solid baseline, and he had a great year. I think he'll be a pretty solid player moving forward for the Chargers. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with you there. I was definitely surprised um, just at how consistent he was able to be, um, really, uh, you know, his ability out of the backfield to catch uh, passes and, you know, his second and none in the league. He's one of the better ones at it. And uh, I think, you know, that was uh, a key part of his game again this year. Uh, Phil Rivers, uh, you know, I think 
part of his own skill set diminishing a little bit led to more check downs and just got him uh, increased usage and yeah just led to a big year for him so uh, definitely understand that pick. yeah I mean <laughs> draft time I think he might have been the third <clears throat> Chargers running back drafted you know you had uh, the Melvin Gordon holdout and then people were drafting high on Justin Jackson and yep. you know Eckler by far was the most valuable out of all those three uh, so definitely did not see that coming all right, who do we like for this one, guys? I liked A.J. Brown. I, yeah, I thought, especially out of a rookie, the kind of season he had, especially when Tannehill was in, that was just... Plus, out of all these three, I definitely see him having the most sustained success. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, guys. Um, finally, we got the best free agent signing of the year. Um, Adam, I'm going to have you lead this one off. Oh, I I think I I'm definitely going with the honey badger. Um, you know, last think back to 2018, how that season ended. They their secondary just couldn't stop anybody. Um, it was a consistent problem throughout the year. Um, heading into this year, they got honey badger on a really good deal. Uh, I thought that was one of the best signings at in the off season. And then, you know, started off a little shaky. Uh, I know he's highly targeted, and the Chiefs defense didn't look that good to begin on the year. But you know, right around after the bye week, that defense clicked and. You know their their pass defense turned into a strength, and I mean you saw it in the playoffs, and and then even in the Super Bowl, they they really held up back there, and that was the one Achilles heel going in going into the year, and they shared it up, and you know Honey Badger has everything to do with that. So. Yeah, I think that's a great call. Uh, that defense took a big uh, turnaround, uh, especially second half of the year, and yeah, just his play alone. I mean, he was you could tell he was a big leader on that team yeah. too. Uh, especially when they parted ways with Eric Berry. So, uh, he was the one screaming on the sidelines that you know, they didn't have energy in the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Jason Hayward. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> Jason Hayward award winner. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely a good call, though, with uh, Honey Badger. Yeah. That, but, that secondary just stepped up huge compared to the pre- previous year. The, uh, he made a huge difference on that defense. Yep. All right, Robbie, who's your nominee? Uh, I'm going to go with a, a little smoky John Brown here. Uh, he. He was a perfect fit for Josh Allen, who just loves to sling it deep, and he's the guy who could get behind defenders and uh, be able to make it. And not not only that, he was uh he was also pretty good um just on those uh, short yardage plays to be a PPR guy. Um, that was a great find by the Bills. Uh, he was kind of he had a little bit of flashes with uh, the Ravens, at least with Joe Flacco. But uh, the year before, but um, because he didn't really work too well with Lamar Jackson, uh, that was mostly the tight end show and running back show that um, they didn't need him. And you know the Bills, I think they got a great value out of him. Phenomenal signing, yeah. Great pairing with Josh Allen. Um, I think they got him on a pretty good team friendly deal too. So yeah, they, I believe they did. Yeah, great signing by the Bills. Yeah. Well, uh, I agree with that, and. Uh, you know we're gonna keep it in Buffalo for my pick. Uh, I uh, I thought one of the key reasons the Bills were able to turn things around this year was uh, the stellar play of their offensive line and what a turnaround that was from the unit uh, that they had last year. Uh, and I think this was really kind of spearheaded by the signing of Mitch Morse, uh, play center. Uh, obviously came over from Kansas City, uh, and you know just shored up everything on that offensive line. Um, you know they were just uh, far better uh, than the previous year. If you recall, I mean, Shady two years ago, he he was like a non-factor. They so bad. They couldn't get anything going uh, on the line of scrimmage for him. 
uh, one of the worst yards per carry averages in the league. Uh, Josh Allen was running for his life uh, most games, and uh, they were pretty much only able to move the ball downfield when he would, you know, kind of ad lib plays outside the pocket. Uh, and so by shoring up the offensive line, you know, they they turned into you know more of a standard offense uh, and made. Uh, Devin Singletary look uh, like a you know rising young player here as well. So uh, you know, big move by uh, the Bills. Uh, not only shore up their wide receiving core with John Brown, but also that O line with Mitch Morse. Yeah, that that was a huge addition. That <laughs> that offensive line was so stinky in the year before. It was awful. Yeah, it was it was a train wreck to watch. Uh, they get beat r- real quickly. All right, guys. Uh, who do we have here uh, for the winner? I like the, the I like the honey. Yeah, I think I like the honey. I'm badger. Going with the honey. Yeah, honey bunches of oats. Yeah, let's go, honey badger. Honey badger. Okay. Finally, guys, last award: the worst free agent signing of the year. Um, I'll I'll start this one off, guys. I, you know, this this one was so bad that uh, multiple teams made the mistake, and it's Antonio <laughs> Brown. Um, just uh, this guy. I, I don't think anybody has been responsible for more phone alerts in my life than, than Antonio, Antonio Clown. Like every single day, um, like non football days, it would just be like Tuesday morning. He'd be like, "Yeah, AB a- doesn't like his helmet, so he's he's retiring." Frozen <laughs> froze foot. AB <laughs> a- froze his foot. So you know he, he might not play. It's just, it was always something. Uh, just a total clown show. Um, finally got on the field for the Patriots, but then some domestic violence allegations uh, led to his release. Just a brutal year for him, and uh, yeah, uh, it's definitely worst uh, free agent uh, free agent signing in my book. <laughs> it might have been the worst year I've ever seen for any NFL player. <laughs> <laughs> great game, great week one though against the Dolphins, yeah. scoring a touchdown. Yeah. Yep. God. Oh my! What a what a that like, was just a. Antonio Clown with the circus show. Just oh my god! I had to change my fantasy team name at work because <laughs> it was Antonio Brown related before the year, and then yeah, that this that, that doesn't fly that in corporate. Age well. no, yeah, no, no, no. 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 Well. <laughs> Got to make a business decision there. <laughs> All right, Robbie, who'd you have? I I don't think it's gonna top Antonio Brown by any means, but Nick Foles, uh, he got paid. Big by the Jaguars, and just like Evan called it, he got a little Minshew mania stepped in when, uh, unfortunately, Foles went down, and, um, you know, they might have something in Minshew. Now they've got this hefty contract with Foles, and, you know, that's just uh, financially not a great situation for the Jaguars, Um, especially when they can't even sell out a stadium in their home field. So, uh, you know, they've got a... They've got a bad situation with him. I mean, not, nothing against Nick Foles. Uh, I mean, nothing you could do about just these injuries, but it just, that's that's a lot of money. Yeah, a lot of money going to nothing. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, Mitch is going to Minshew. you. He was always going to get on the field. It didn't matter who they brought in. He's going to work his way to the top of that uh, depth chart. So, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, for as much as they paid him, that's a tough signing. Tough signing, yeah. Tough with the injury and that first game, so you never know what could have been. But Right, yeah. right. All right, uh, Adam, why don't you round it out for us here? Right. Well, this is the coldest take of the the day for sure. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I had trouble finding a clear bust, so uh, I went with Jamison Crowder. You know, there's a guy that was pretty hyped up going in the year. Uh, you know, I had a 
decent year with Washington the year before and really just did not impress in, in, in New York with the Jets. I know that offense was in flux throughout the, throughout the year. You know, Mono was going in and out of that locker room. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he just didn't impress. On it. They, they signed him. They're, they're paying him almost $40 million. So, I yeah, just not, not a good look to begin that contract for Jameson Crowder. Yeah, I'd, I'd say, you know, he, he did have some games where he did perform. There were a few double-digit games, uh, you know, where him and Darnold seemed to connect. But I think, like, where they're at in their, like, competitive window, for them to be paying a guy like that the amount of money they are like is, a specialist, is yeah. outrageous. Yeah, like, they're... That that's the kind of guy that like a a good team needs to pick up. It's kind of like a luxury ad to to round out a solid team. Like, but that's not the kind of guy that you spend a ton of money on when you're a rebuilding team. Uh, and so yeah, I agree with you in that respect. That it was a bad free agent signing. Yeah, I, I I'd agree with that. I mean, yeah, he he did have some flashes, but he that's just not worth it either. You know, yeah, the net upgrade for that signing on that no. offense isn't. Isn't much, but this this one's easy. Yeah, like, we're, we're going easy. Antonio. This one's easy. Antonio the double down two team. <laughs> <laughs> Frozen foot. <laughs> Don't like my helmet. <laughs> Plus that was captured on hard knocks. So yeah. we were like we were getting like live video updates. Just Plus A B loves himself some social media too. So <laughs> he's broadcasting all this shit. <laughs> That's great. Oh man. All right, guys. Well, that is going to round out our awards episode. Thanks for tuning in. We will be back with our free agency primer. Uh, looking forward to starting the new year with you guys. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, follow us on Twitter if you guys get a chance. But uh, until next time, take care.